It's March 20th, 2013, and IGN was blown away by Bioshock Infinite. This is Idle Thumbs 99. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Nick Brecken. Oh, hey, Nick. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. We're so glad to to have you back. I know. It's my triumphant return. Indeed. Right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Last week. For the first time, back on Idle Thumbs, it's Nick Brecken. Yep. He was here last week, too. I was here last week. This is all bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but. No. You work at Telltale now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do. Also, you, I, it's a fact. you've been on a couple specials and stuff since we've been back, but for people who are just starting to listen, you are Nick Brecken. Yep. We've joked about your existence to the point that to some you seemed like a fictional character. Yeah, I'm real. But you're real. I'm a real person. Nick was on the first 50 episodes of Idle Thumbs, except yep. for the ones where he was in Marrakesh and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a, <laughs> a founding <laughs> member of this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm back. <clears throat> Welcome. Thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah. Also known as the guy who plays video games. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I already saw one post from someone on, on I think, NeoGAF where they're like, I'm glad Nick's, Nick's back. He's like the one guy in Idle Thumbs who seems like he could maybe actually throw a fireball in Street Fighter. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I, I can throw a fireball, oh. but I accidentally do like six punches and stuff yeah. first and like jump around a little bit and then it goes. It's, yeah. so you're Whatever, noobs. <laughs> Have so you back to talk about some sick games you might not have heard of called Sim City? <laughs> yeah, we should talk about all competitive fighter game scene now because that's what yeah. you're into, right? Yeah, I love those games. Welcome I, to I, like I, our... I pull off combo breakers. <laughs> no, how many? How many? Jo- oh, how so many, we're introducing our segment. Did you move back with? <laughs> I did have a flight stick. Actually, Nick, I did apart, have a giant flight stick in my in my uh, in my suitcase. Did yeah. you and you brought it back? Yeah, I did. If, well, you brought it in your suitcase. In you it was an X fifty two. You know the two stick. Yeah, but you. No, I didn't fly. Oh, okay. I drove. But it was in a suitcase. I drove. It was in a suitcase. It was amongst your clothes. Because the calibration gets well, off. Well, it's in a... Yeah, you can't, all still I can't in a mess box, around right? with that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Because so we have... you use that? Oh, yeah. Like, every time I replay Free Space 2. <laughs> or, like, Flight Simulator 98, you know. Mm. Wait, you don't still have it? Mm-hmm. No, I do. I have oh, okay. it. I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I'll pull it out occasionally. Yeah. Like, once a year. When I'm like, oh, I want to play X-Wing today. And then, oh, this is still X-Wing. When you play an old DOS game that felt like it needed to have obligatory joystick support, even though it was a cursor-based game, you buzzed out that yeah. Well, I remember. Yeah. Or like Grim Fandango, when I just who... want to like steer Manny around with my joystick. Well, yeah, there was no optimal control solution for that game, yeah. sadly. But I, I knew people back in the 90s who played everything with a joystick. Like, it was just their default method of playing PC games. Uh, it was really weird. God, I, watching someone play like Command and Conquer with a joystick would just make you barf uncontrollably. I, I, I actually don't know if I've ever seen anyone do it with an RTS, although someone probably does. But I remember seeing kids people with N64 playing games. Like you would have to play like StarCraft with an analog stick, which was just yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Worst I've never actually tried that thing ever. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> like can you imagine playing Dota yeah. with an N64 controller? Actually, so just kill this. yourself. No, like, there's actually a GDC it. talk that I just like marked today that I'm going to go to. That it's like MOBA for the console. Oh god, like gamer. Oh, it's but it's like a it's a Han guy, I, I, it's a Heroes and Earth guy. So yeah, I want to go to that now too. Yeah, 
I, I want to know the secret to how that would be <laughs> possible or like. Well, people oh, keep trying to make games inspired by that stuff for consoles, right? Like, yeah. Monday Night Combat was kind of inspired yeah. by that, although I don't think it's. No, really it seems like the place people similar. play Monday Night Combat is on Steam, also, though, right? Maybe. Yeah, well, they made a new one that's PC only. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's class based, but I don't know. It's a shooter. Yeah, I just. I, I mean, it's pretty far removed, but it seems like a lot of people are trying to take like elements, I guess, of Lord's Management games and like incorporate them into other genres and to, to sort of try and like capture some of the audience of people who are theoretically interested in Lomas but are just never going to learn to play them. Yeah, I mean yeah. there's sort of like I guess like which really there, it's a reasonable set. thing to decide never to learn to play those games by the way. I'm not I don't say that pejoratively. Wow. No, no, I'm just saying, like, because <laughs> like, Nick, you were talking, I like, kind of like, no, but I mean, jaws. Nick, you were just saying the other day, like, how ridiculous. I never said that. <laughs> All right. As long as Sean's here, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> he was just saying, like, we've talked about it on Thumbs before. He was saying there's all these things that he just accepts about those games that it's he that true. he like can remember thinking are objectively terrible design decisions oh, of course. Yeah. that that he just has learned to live with but right. like when he sort of steps back and is like why do i have to do this constantly mm-hmm. in this game like it just makes no sense so yeah. like i can imagine for people who have no grounding in this kind of game or in just even rts games generally it would just be such a crazy chasm to 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 cross that it's just you know yeah but we, uh, our friend Pierre is crossing that chasm. He is. Right yeah. he yeah. Has Every morning experience. is an interesting experience with Pierre. How's just, he doing? Is he good? I haven't um, played with him yet, but. Yeah, I mean, he's way better than he has any right to be, considering uh-huh. he's never played. He didn't have a PC before this. Mm-hmm. Like, he got a PC because yeah. he was, we would have been talking about Steam and just sort of the games we've been playing so much. And then I think Dota was a thing where he's like, I think I can get into that. Yeah, the new egg boxes started showing up at his desk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's good. You know, I think he he's aggressive. He's really like aggressively curious about mm-hmm. how to be. Yeah, he's willing to learn. Uh, yeah, that's good. And yeah, that's yeah. the thing where he's like, oh, I understand how positioning is important. Now. Yeah, like yeah. how, especially with the type of characters that I'm playing, how being where I am on the map is paramount to success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he knows he. I don't know, he's, and he's also really fun to play with, and I feel bad because uh, Nick Herman and myself uh, just yell at him. <laughs> like, we're just what we hate, you know? And it's You funny. are, actually. Yeah, no, it's, you, it's, yeah, you're really live, intense to play with. I only ever hear, because uh, obviously we live in the same apartment, I only ever hear your end of the microphone, but it's always just you been like, no, what are you, just like, and I well, it's just, funny cause I'm, I'm never going to fucking play Dota now, hearing your side of the <laughs> microphone conversation. I talked to Pierre about it, I was like, I'm sorry, man, I just kind of like, I saw I was mean to you, he's like, oh, no, no, Nick was mean to me too, it's okay. Like, he's like, no, I'm learning a lot, it's really good, it's, just, it's fine. And I was like, oh, God, I just feel, I feel awful. But um, the problem is, is the game is just, can be completely lost in 10 seconds. The yeah. game can be, yeah. and it snowballs in such a way, and we've talked about Dota a lot, but like, that tipping point, if you hit that and you see it happening in front of you and you've been playing for 35 minutes and mm-hmm. you feel like the entire time, guys, we got this, we got this. We just yeah. got to, this one or two things. We want a team fight and then we're just going to wreck these guys. Mm-hmm. And when you see that starting to tip yeah. and it's because like Pierre's like just getting wrecked by their tower or yeah. something. So he's just literally standing in the wrong spot. You're just like, Don't move because you have such limited time yeah. of which to fix the problem. It's just the co-pilot just shoving the stick forward. But it makes <laughs> you're just you like, such well. a bad person. It makes Because yeah. later you feel like shit. But then it sort of re- makes you realize it. I wonder if there is something just 
inherently mechanical about these games and the amount of time they take to complete a round that does just breed a community of people who are like, you fucking dummy. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. I'm sure. Oh, no, that's definitely. The case. Does. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's definitely the case. Like if somebody gets bent out of shape when you're, when you're playing like modern warfare, it's like, dude, I respawn like five seconds later. So right. like, chill yeah. the fuck out. We're all yeah. this, is a whole, this is an hour of your time that can the, just be ruined. The hill that you have dude. to climb to get into Dota enough to be mad is a, huge enough hill to surmount that the people who are on top of that hill are the people who give way too much of a fuck. Yeah, no, basically. that's a really that's good so, way of putting I don't know. it. But I don't know if that's, that's true. gotta be true. That's true at all. It's not true. The pl- the really? Way too much the of a point point way to say like, you fucking retards on top of that hill caring too much about this game is what that sounds like. Well, no, well, it sounds like you're invested as all shit, but it's, like, I don't know, you're right. <laughs> For To me, not being up there, it's just like, it is just, you care way more than you should, but it's because How do you, you watch professional sports? Where it's like, look at them crying they lost the World Series. This isn't a professional sport. This isn't the World Series. <laughs> you are not playing Dota fucking professionally. No, but if you play any sport... Yeah, like, no, I know. You know, it, when you do anything competitive, there's sort of a sweat equity in versus, like, enjoyment out. And when that tips the balance, when that balance no longer exists, you stop playing that sport. Right. Or that game. Oh, I know. I no, compete, it has yeah. everything in it that is interesting about sports and everything in it that I absolutely cannot abide about sports. Yeah. I know, but you're not abiding things about sports is, like, a pejorative thing about comp- competition. When I think like you're no, never like going to want to play Dota, the because person, of the the person who's interested in getting in, who decides not to because they're berated by the people who are already invested instead of being brought in. Yeah. But I also is a thing that's just is, bad about does, the way I mean, humans I think, react. Well, I think that's humans. actually different than how sports are because they're the way like the fact that you Dota and me is all trying to play up, like a sport. Apparently, yeah. If you just want to like <laughs> play a sport with your friends, you can do that without being in like a world. Like a, an interconnected global matchmaking system where people are going to scream at you. Like that's a thing that's unique to right, how sorry, video I'm talking games about, are played. I'm not talking about. That's not unique to how video games are played. If you uh, there's a yeah, it is Dota. The way that Dota works, you can't play kickball against somebody in Uzbekistan, right? But when it <laughs> when it comes to soccer, basketball, football, baseball, playing those things as a kid, you're not playing them professionally. You're just playing them in like yeah. youth or regional leagues. I'm just but there are people in there who care to a degree mm, greater yeah. than you either because they've been playing longer than you or because they think that they have their a future do. in it or they just really like it or their dads do and if you're in it to have fun you probably just shouldn't be in a league that's, I just completely disagree it's about finding the pl- you in the real actual tangible world you can walk out your door, join an intramural league that's more your speed, find friends who are going to start at, like start an organized game that all have the same sort of attitude that you have. Like, there's not this sort of like sporto versus non-competitive. Like, I, I don't understand what you're trying ground. to say right it now. It just seems like like there's something inherent to competition that you think is no. Like, I played a ton. Bad. I played every sport that you could play as a kid except for f- football. Right, and I enjoyed the shit out of it, but also as a person who doesn't necessarily like being aggressively picked on by people who are better than me at something, just because I'm not as good right. as they that's, are yet. But I'm saying that's not non-competitive. That's just not liking that aspect of people. Right, but intensely <laughs> saying "get the fuck out of the lane" and stop getting hit by the tower is not picking on somebody. It's communicating aggressively based on the tension of the game. Sure. It's not has nothing to do with his abilities. It's frustrating that with Dota there is not take it personally. It's frustrating that with Dota there's not not a time for that. There's no in, there's no such thing as Dota practice that yeah, still doesn't involve shut the fuck up. Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> like that's like I mean that stuff's rapidly I, they're developing that right now though. The whole idea of having a mentor yeah. and setting up like there are I've tried to get you to play bot matches like where we could go through it and you can just get wrecked and teach and like 
Sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel like them on like Valve integrating that stuff into the game is going to be, and they know this, they have to, is going to be key to its sustainability, like being able to onboard new players because eventually so many MOBAs of that ilk are just going to pop up and start like leeching players from each other, like whether you're a like League of Legends player or whatever. Right, for sure. That they're going to have to have the best onboarding like, I think tentacles. They already have like a crazy single player mission they released with the last patch that you should check out. God, I saw a crazy, um, this isn't Dota, but I saw a, a thing on, I don't know, PC Gamer or something the other day that said League of Legends now regularly has mm. 5 million concurrent online players. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never, yeah. like, yeah. is that a thing that happens in games outside of, like, World of Warcraft in its heyday? No, yeah. that's I've never, that's why I've never heard of business. that happening. Like, I know, it's just yeah. like, When you have 25 remarkable. million people playing yeah. The mod, yeah, <laughs> you yep. know, it's just I. I was just surprised. I never even would because Dota is something like two hundred thousand. No, they're up to four hundred. They're they hit their peak around close to four hundred. Oh, okay, like okay. Yeah. That, that's I mean that's that's still that's still a huge amount for any game. But it's crazy. But that League of Legends, like like outstripes the number of people playing games on Steam is what the numbers seem to say. Yeah. Like the concurrent, oh, concurrent Steam yeah, yeah, players yeah. doesn't uh, hit no, doesn't no hit question. five million. Yeah, it's yeah, three yeah. like three million God, on Steam to five million on League of Legends. Think about it. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, I can't imagine having a game that successful. <laughs> that's impo- like that's yeah. just totally bonkers. Well, it's also hard to imagine any game as a standalone single player ever. Oh no, never. You know what I mean? Yeah, being no. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Even, I mean, conceivably, Bioshock Infinite <clears throat> will be the most successful game of this year. Just when you think about it, like when you look like at just the pre-unit sales. Yeah, yeah, you know, and even that, like. It's not going to have 5 million concurrent. Right, even, like, even yeah. if it's, yeah, no matter how even many it sells, right. they're not all going to log in at the same time to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because 5 million concurrent League of Legends players means huge League of Legends yeah, install, install base. Yeah, is bananas. Yeah. yeah. Like huh. 6 million. Probably like 5.1 <laughs> million. Yeah. They got that So they don't tell man. you about that stat. Maybe the total is just 5 million and one. Just one of those, it's one of those sneaky stats. They have one they guy who try. subs out. There's a tag out system. (laughs) In five million days, uh, everyone will have had a day of rest. I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, SimCity? Yeah, that was a very energetic all over the map opening the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was, and now let's it talk was like about we just played a Dota match. I feel, I I'm like, I'm like, <sighs> oh, you did. <laughs> oh, isn't that what Jake Dota is? You guys? never talk about Dota philosophically. Yeah. Like we were just two completely different human beings. Well, what's funny is I kind of split the stuff. difference because I'm not quite as intense as you, Sean, but I also do find myself just mentally just. You goddamn! Just leave! Just I've leave! Heard. You're the worst. Oh well, you're. I've heard you. I'm just saying. Okay. I've heard. I've heard. Like, but I don't. But I don't do that. Nick, don't. your mic's actually always on. Just so you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just you at home, not knowing the mic's on. Just a video where all you can't hear the sound because it's just in headphones. If you're just going, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fucking just run out of. Go home. Fuck. <laughs> and then eventually you just hear. We can Sean hear is you. just pointing to Sean, Yeah, I know. I'm being accused. <laughs> well, because you're like, this is, and I mean this with all, first off, you're lovely. Absolutely. Oh, everything, God, you don't do no, anything no, wrong. You don't do anything comes, wrong. I like your tone. I like your energy. I like your enthusiasm. I like your commitment. Yeah. But you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the coach. Like, yeah, this is. You're like, if I was just having sound capture, yeah, I should buy dishonored Nick just, Reckon. <sighs> well, just, see, you just sort of these sighs that start to get audible, and then just like, but you understand though, though that is me. God, Brian Cranston <laughs> as Dota Nick. <laughs> that is me releasing my anxiety, and then I and then I, I I I let it go, 
and I don't berate people, though. That is me, like, that is... But everyone can hear it. Just, they, you should just uninstall. But I, <laughs> Do you say that? Of course! Should I say that? Yes! Maybe uh, I just lose my mind when I play Dota. I don't even know who I am. I'm like the Maybe Hulk. that's what's actually just, happening like, to oh, everyone. what did I do? Because <laughs> like, there are times where you're like, when you call that guy a little whiny bitch? Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sean replays the fraps yeah. that has all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Including somehow like Nick's webcam feed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the experiment Where you begun. just see like my head just snap like I'll install I'll just, just like, install a webcam covertly in Nick's office in our apartment. Yeah, uh, yeah just want to turn it on whenever you, whenever the Nick Brecken show. Right okay. And I'll just and then I'll leave it on all the rest of the time Honestly, for my own purposes. Honestly, if we had better bandwidth, like at the house, I would totally stream matches when when Loma LLC is playing. Yeah, like yeah, because we have a full team now, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But I feel, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle of of Jake and Sean on this as well, but in a different way than Nick is, which is that I'm totally fine with the like degree of competition, but I just personally. It just makes me really quiet. Like I'm the yeah, opposite. I think you're like really quiet. I don't, well, I'm pretty I don't, quiet like, too. I mean, I never. I, I don't like seethe or yell. Come on, I, I'm not. <laughs> Nick's like trying to grab onto anything. <laughs> here. No, but oh, no, no, no. You're a little bit quiet. Just like me, Chris. I'm gonna turn this around. Though. You know what it is? Quiet. It's because I'm playing with you guys, and I'm. I feel like persecuted. Like I'm like, oh my god, they, they're gonna see that I'm fucking up. Like, no, you're good. <gasps> you were destroying. Like when I play, when I play with my other friend, I'm just you know we just you know do nothing. Like we just bullshit around, and we we don't even care about whatever but when i play with you i'm like that's oh, a real way to play sean's gonna say i'm bad i gotta play better nick <gasps> is better than all of us he's also mm. most is he because i think it's hilarious heroes. that nick has like returned no, 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 to no, the podcast sorry i meant in, oh, time, okay. in time to <laughs> be you. in time to like be dethroned as yeah. the, the default idle thumbs guy who's good at games like this right which was nick for like four years until no, sean's appearance you're, you're good you're better than I am. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you're yeah, good. You're really good. Yeah. You were like nine you, and two. Is you try really win. hard. We, we we never win. That's the problem. You're, you never see me. You're really prime. trying. I never I never feel like <laughs> I'm gonna win that one. But your friends. connection. I'm, I'm never fulfilling my potential when I'm when I'm when I'm in like Lomas. Like I just we were destroying just, in that match. I'm just a mess. <laughs> Now you're just being like mom. Now you're. Just, <laughs> no, we did really well that one well, time. I mean, you're so doing then, a Remember when you got that one guy? Do I need to talk to your teammates about this and tell them how then hard you're meanwhile, trying? Meanwhile, clock up to Sean. Get in the fucking game! No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. It's Jekyll okay. and hiding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Swear I feel like between Pierre, Nick Herman, yeah. myself, uh, James mm. and you, there's good communication. I feel like there's a level, yeah. like a nice breadth of all of intensity across the board. Because I'm not near as intense as Nick Herman. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever played with Nick, so I don't know. But, oh. but get ready. That's not true. <laughs> played with Nick that night. Oh, you thought it was oh, Sean? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I did. No, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like we've never played Dota together when he first started, when he first came back. Like, we, what were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I do think you you go into a fugue state. Maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah, I remember that round. Now. But no, but you the, the, get quiet. But yeah. I think you're focused. I try hard. Like I can tell that you're. Just like, I can tell that you're. I just intense. know that everyone in the game is like way better than I am, and so I always feel like I don't know. I just get really like concerned, and so I just don't say anything. I want to play more, but I, I have a hard time like knowing that, knowing the amount of time that it would take me to get really good at this game, and knowing how much right. time you guys have on me. Like I just, it's like a self-defeating eh, thing. You know what I mean? Pierre, like, I don't know where. Pierre, to... Seriously, like if this is like you plateau eventually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you level and you're off. You're on plateaus no... for long periods of time. Yeah. yeah. But Pierre like took three big jumps, and now like I 
like going to like public matchmaking just he and i with mm-hmm. like any time mm-hmm. and i wouldn't feel like i had to like like i was like shackled to him or right, right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i don't know you yeah. should, but they did just release um a little like weird five minute single player campaign hmm. where you just click through like this this very like a unique where they map, just kind of give you the and there's like nuts story and, bolts and of the shit thing, that happens yeah. and like go up go up this creek and kill these guys <laughs> is it a sweet is it a good story is it, is it a legend oh, it's, it's pretty Dota's? i mean i would say it's narratively taught yeah. uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like i would say faulkner-esque oh, like sound in the fury right 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 yeah Huh. Sort of reminded me of. Are they going to do a novelization, Idol Book Club potential? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Dragon Knight and the Squirrely Creeps. Or the Dota, the Dota book. That'd be good. I'd read that one. I'd be on that episode. I actually read. Sorry. And then Tangent. Grid Pain went mid. No, please, I read, please. <laughs> tangent. <laughs> yeah. I welcome this tangent no, I with open arms. The, I read the. I don't know why I did this, but I read the entire Left for Dead comic series <laughs> recently. How was mm. it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know. It was, but like, it just felt like a Left 4 Dead story. Yeah. You know, like you got a little more about the characters, but like nothing more that was already in there. Yeah. Which I thought was peculiar. Although, um, it was funny to see like whenever like game mechanics become mm. like plot devices. Yeah, that's just so It's always so always. fun. I don't know. I kind of like it. It's so cheesy and overt that like I'm just yeah. like, oh, there's a safe house. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get in there. Yeah. I bet they're gonna find a bunch well, of shit. Did you guys ever see that Silent Hill movie that was like Christoph Lons or whatever? Yeah, I saw the Silent Hill movie. You were gonna say Christoph Lons. <laughs> no, no, it's a French director. Um, is that his name? Uh, anyway. He, he made that Silent Hill movie years ago. It was written by Roger Avery, the guy who co-wrote Pulp Fiction of all things. And like, it, I mean, there was some cool stuff visually in the direction, but like, it was pretty, a pretty we were talking about this the other suspicious day. movie. Yeah, yeah the, we were. Like the weird and there's a scene, yeah, I never like saw the movie, but in the trailer, like, there's just like a girl jumping They're like in a hotel, things. and I can't even remember what surrounds this, but like, then there's the hotel desk with all the keys, you know, behind it in classic fashion. And they're like, there's the key that we need. And they basically solve a platforming <laughs> just slowly key, a jumping puzzle to, <laughs> yeah. like, get over to it and get the key. And it was such a weird, horrible yeah. example of, like, taking a thing from your game and integrating yeah, yep. it with the movie. In the How not to adapt way. a thing. Yeah, exactly. That. Yep. Or. They're all immune. That's the thing you learn about in the Left 4 Dead <clears throat> comic book. Is they all. I thought we knew that. Somehow. Oh. It's been said before. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> the legend speaks of four who are immune to the infected. Yeah. But they like get captured by some like some surly marines and things like this. And, mm-hmm, of course they do. Like zombie guys. Yeah, those surly marines. Yeah. Apparently the armed forces cannot keep their shit together during the zombie apocalypse, says every zombie thing ever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine like, if they did. Four random, just untrained just people. Right. Well, well, it's, not even about, it's not about mm. even staying organized. It's about the moment that the world falls into apocalypse. They just become like bloodthirsty. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're no, just absolutely. capturing humans. Yeah. Because yeah. they can. Anyway. We are the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are left for dead, you mean? Yeah, sorry. The the comments, yeah, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Speaking of things that are bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? Are you no, gonna, like, I've just been drinking. No, actually, are no. you gonna are you gonna dump on SimCity? No, I'm gonna dump on yes, the free game. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do that? The what? Okay. The free game? You heard about this, right? Wait, you're gonna dump on that? Of all things? <laughs> no, 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 I thought it was kind. Of, I thought I thought they were still like. I thought it was basically. I don't know. I woke up this morning and saw a screen capture of Chuck Jordan's on on Chrome browser on Twitter that was 
that site. Like, here are the free games you're going to be able to choose from for buying this one that didn't work. Yeah. This 404-ing, which was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So that had a server error, which I thought was funny. But then when you go, and I mean... It just feels like SimCity Four. If you don't like yeah. this SimCity, get the free other SimCity. Sim That's amazing. Four is on the list. That's, That's so, so good. It's, so, That's it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Plants vs Zombies, excellent. I guess I'm just gonna get Mass Effect. Or, yeah, Mass Effect Three. Like, yeah. what exactly what I said I was gonna do last week. I guess because I have a friend who wants to co-op it. Um, but yeah, Nick was Nick was extolling the SimCity virtues 4. of SimCity Four <laughs> this weekend. Nick was showing me his SimCity Four cities and being I was. Like, laughing at the way you just said it, lamenting the the new game in comparison. I played. Over the weekend, probably at least eight, ten hours of SimCity, which is more just like the long, more video game. That's, more game that's, that's the longest played. interrupted stretch, at least that I've put into a game probably since like Portal Two or some stupid. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. This is the first time, but like we've we've shared a, a living area for <laughs> over almost three years. This is the first time in our knowing you that I have left the house in the morning with you playing a video game and come back when the sun was down and then you still playing the video game. I'm sh- The thing about it is it makes me want to play SimCity 4, a game I've never played, but like the first couple of regions that I played in the new SimCity, I was like, okay, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to max the height of skyscrapers. I'm trying to max the wealth. I'm trying to max happiness. Mm-hmm. And then finally the region interconnected stuff came online and then I said, yeah. okay, fuck that. I'm going to start like... I've built the city that's so good that I have no industry. I'm going to build a city that has industry in it, and I'm going to meet the regional demand for that because that chart finally popped up. And then I got in and started building. I, I started no longer doing what I thought it was aesthetically or culturally interesting and tried to actually just play the game for the sake of doing well financially. So I made basically a fucking atrocious factory town called Industrial Despair um, that is just nothing but low to mid-grade residential and then just like three or four concentric rings of industrial stuff planted over the top of this was an accident planted over the top of uh an oil oil an oil deposit (laughs) so like right in the center of the circle i then built and i because i just had not paid attention to any of the city specialization stuff and any and any of the trade stuff so i then built uh an oil well which you can then, since it's the new SimCity and has a lot of really cool tiny level stuff, built a little dirt road out from that, made a concentric circle or, in, or made a, a tiny dirt circle in the very middle of my big industrial circle and then just stamped 10 oil wells around that. So the very middle of it just has yeah. this place just bleeding this place dry and just polluting the shit out of everything. But then I started, uh, I put trade centers in, I started contributing my trade out to the global trade, so I'm making money off of the oil that I'm shipping, and then the fine that, people of Santa Shano. Yeah, I'm we're sa- buying her oil. But, uh, it's made me realize that there is like five times more stuff going on in this game than I actually cared about until I started playing it. And I'm sure it's nothing near any of the previous games. But I, I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, I'm out of this in another like couple of hours because like I've got, I've got my skyscrapers, I've got my beautiful looking yeah. city, yeah. and then I went, oh fuck, wait a minute, okay, there's like. All the city specialization stuff, all of the interregional trade, the global trade, like the the like, I'm only on the first step into sort of like the oil 
tech tree because there is like I've got my oil wells that I then expanded out, built a second one, built yeah, the I have an oil built, city the, built well. the trade stuff, and then I put in whatever the big sort of like oil company headquarters yeah, is. But I'm still HQ. I'm still trying to up my export quantity to 160 whatever yeah. units a day so that I can then build a refinery division, which would then start researching stuff. Let's be put in a refinery, and then I can start broadening out into plastics manufacturing and other petroleum products, and then I can export those. And like that's one thread of one uh, city specialization chain in one city in one region and then all of those things have to work in concert to let you build your great work and like that I, a way larger game showed up for me finally after playing it for yeah. a few hours and it was really it was actually surprisingly nice except that the game is still buggy as shit and has well, errors all the way down to item from item placement all the way up to the server just occasionally deciding to not send the money from one city to another for two hours. Yeah. Like, it's infuriating. I mean, for me, there's a lot of stuff that is... It's unclear to me if it's bugs or it's just the game doesn't do things right. Yeah, that's like, fundamentally. Yeah, right. like, and I, at a certain point... I've played a lot of this game as well. And, like, at a certain point, it just becomes unclear, like, what's happening anywhere. And well, yeah, like, a lot of times, things aren't. Like, this is an interesting... It's an interesting experience. I got to a, a certain... I was on Three Moves Ahead actually this week talking about this game, and I didn't bring this up because I forgot. But um, I, I'm obviously not qualified to speak about AI or simulation stuff compared to absolutely anybody at Maxis. But uh, I will say that playing the amount of this of SimCity that I played really reminded me of working on Space Base from Need to Fortnite at Double Fine, which is like there's a little two week prototype of a sort of Dwarf Fortress like simulation game where a bunch of people are in a space station and they all interact with each other and they have personality traits that collide with other people's personality traits and stuff happens and they get sick and there's whatever like it's it's a buggy prototype but but whatever the inter- the, the relevant thing to me was that <clears throat> even though on a much smaller scale both games use the model of or attempt to use the model of Everything is simulated down to the lowest level of like a little guy running around and going to some job every day. I mean, he goes to a different job every day, goes to a different house every day, but whatever. You know, guy goes to a a job, to a house. And theoretically, everything at the high level of the game like flows from stacking all those systems on top of each other. But the the thing that's hard to actually do when when so much of your simulation is, is at that low level is have the result be any kind of identifiable momentum or trend because the the more you simulate at the low level mm. the more everything just starts to kind of approximate each other and it's hard to get like meaningful through lines right. like yeah. i was talking it's even in another even point. more um coincidental occurrence i was hanging out with chris journey last night who used to work at double fine and now works at supergiant and he actually oh, the relevant point is that even before double fine he used to work at relic which made company of heroes and he was talking about uh combat design in that game back when it was still in development and at a certain point they got so in depth with the simulation that if a tank fired at another tank there would be 40,000 variables that were you know like the result of the simulation right. that was just testing all kinds of i guess like atmospheric conditions and like ballistics and armor and just all kinds of crazy shit but the result of simulating that much stuff at the low level meant that the actual Basically, every combat encounter was just 50-50 because the vast sum of all that stuff just kind of all evened out. It's like it's what happens with large with large numbers and simulations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like when when you do a just simulated noise and you just do random noise, it just ends up being bland, unidentifiable, yep. nothing. And that's why we have 
algorithms like Perl and Noise to make more interesting versions of that. And I feel like in SimCity, I mean, again, I'm sure people at Maxis know way more about this than I do, and I'm sure they've thought of all this stuff, but it still feels to me like the end result you have this city where a lot of stuff's happening, but you just never know why. And like everything yep. kind of contradicts each other. Like I had one, I, I was, everyone constantly wants more residential in my, in my experience, no matter what it's kind of mess. city I have, but it's unclear, like why people want anything. Like, do they just want it because they just always want more of everything? Because I'll have businesses that go out of business like immediately, even though they were just moments ago saying, we've got lots of shoppers. Business is great. Tourism is great. Now they're shutting down. I immediately bulldoze. Immediately new ones come into the place and yep. immediately build these huge skyscrapers. And I'm like, if demand's not that great, yeah, Sean don't and I have build been this trying crazy to figure that. Like, thing. It, it seems like it has, it acts like it has some sort of underlying cross metric of income level versus education level versus demand. But none of those things are expressed in a way that you can try to easily at least to to my knowledge understand if those are the things that i need how do i make a business going that can right. meet those or yeah. is the game even paying attention to that is I it just is thing. it just like, like are like are there autonomous systems that aren't talking to each other enough i think what's happening is that a lot of those like there's you have a particular block right where like a business could fill it in right and it's like well according to all of these variables that i'm checking like land value of this area like population um you know like education level of available I've determined, like me, the system that is determining what to build here now, I've determined that this is appropriate for like a large high density skyscraper, like high value commercial. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything in the context of like the entire city. Like this is the thing that I feel is lacking in this game is any kind of permanence or identifiable um, uh, like mark of different neighborhoods or areas or even cities. Like everything just seems like it exists in a vacuum that can be destroyed at any moment. Like there's no permanence. Like there's no, there's absolutely no penalty for just bulldozing everything and building mm -hmm. more stuff. Yeah, the vans really come in weird. and everything's immediately restored and immediately build new yep. things. Like it, it just, nothing in this game feels like it has any sense of weight or yeah. history, which is what a city is. That's yep. the entire thing that a city is. I really think it would be interesting if everybody went and played SimCity 4 for next week, just for like even a half an hour, because mm -hmm. that game does all of this stuff really well. And it's just really odd to me that this, I mean, it's it's really clear that I think that this game is just simply incomplete. I, it just feels like they they intended to make all of this stuff work and then just couldn't make it. And then it just got shipped out the door. And I don't know. Like, uh, I yeah, don't, it's, it's well, I mean, oh, go ahead. I don't know, because I, I I've been thinking about that a lot. Like at that exact point, you articulated it a million times better than I ever could have. But like I have this one area of my town, that industrial area yeah. where these giant mega factories with like they have holes in the middle they're super high like tech super crazy yeah super they're crazy like enormous. tech factories they look like if they were being built they'd be 400 million dollar buildings right yeah just obscene they look like you have like crazy blade runner factories moving yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. your industrial mm -hmm. center is mm -hmm. populated with blade runner i have bulldozed yeah. the same area yeah this same enormous building how many times? Like 20? 15, 20 yes. times. Because it, it moves in, goes out of business for no yeah. workers. But, yeah, and but, says, oh, I, I need unskilled workers. But then oh, it turns out we don't, even though we invested this huge amount of money to build right. this building, I guess we didn't actually know anything about right, but like, right. it. But you have, a, that, you have a city full of people who all want a, jobs. Yeah. They all are like, there's not enough work in the city. And then you have the industrial area just self-destructing over right. and over again. So, I mean, that clearly means I need, like, uneducated workers. I have no idea because I pursued education, mm -hmm. how to make that happen. I'm telling you, you got so to put in that microprocessor factory. I know, you got to put it in. Gonna do. But, I like, guess theoretically you have another town right, so I with no education. Right, so I build mass transit like a crazy yeah, person, yeah, yeah. hoping to 
Yeah. Anyway, like, but the, th- the thing I, mean, I want to get to yeah. is if you can't bulldoze anything all the time with no permanence, they can't sell you a $15 marina. <laughs> I'm dead serious. This yeah. game just feels like a fucking like microtransaction like yeah. pasture to me. That's funny. It doesn't that doesn't it doesn't feel like that inherently to me, but maybe because I'm like I just feel like the more well, you does, no, I'm not the curtain, saying you, you aren't know? right. I'm just yeah. saying like I've been all of the things that that I perceive as troublesome about this game, like I've been kind of tracing all back to the simulation model, which I still think is actually really admirable and cool. And I wish what I think they should have done is determine the point at which the low level agent based simulation, which I in a lot of ways I really like. And it is actually really cool when stuff is working, how it feels like it should. I feel like they should have figured out the point at which that reaches its maximum like, like when you start averaging and abstracting right. yeah because the thing for like about the mid layer or whatever right, yeah. because the the whole reason statistical modeling works is because you don't need to know yeah. every single individual factor that results in the thing you just know empirically we've looked at a city of this rough population and density and geographical uh, identity and so on and so on and so on and for whatever reason this is consistently the case well, in this I mean, city. It, that's like, essentially what SimCity 4 does. No, I know I it mean, does. And I'm just saying, I, I wonder, I'm sure this is a very hard problem to solve. And it's easier yeah. to just propose the, the problem than, than to have to solve it. But I, I would have liked them to have given a little bit of ideological ground on that and mm-hmm. figured out ways to have an, sort of almost an editorial layer that relies on some kind of statistical model instead of purely... The agents up. I mean, right. they, they might be doing stuff like that already, but it feels well, like well, it just isn't to expressed. Me, to me, the example that comes to mind, because it's just the thing that I've been grappling with lately, is I've got that like oil company headquarters that's demanding that I meet 160,000 units in a day. Mm-hmm. And I have 10, no, I have 20 fucking oil pumps going, yeah, and I've got like three trade thing. depots yeah. that are maxed out on being able to hold oil. Yeah. And I track the output of those two, my two plants their daily output and I track the amount that goes through the trade centers and I've got, it's got, I, I should be making well over 160,000 to be yeah. able to unlock refineries to the point that I've started following trucks, individual right. exactly. trucks and counting the number that yep. they drop off. And I'm like, okay, this number does match up, but I think that the game is deciding yep. somewhere inside of the trade center that some of the stuff's getting sold back locally that I can't control or some of it's going somewhere else. That's what I'm talking about with stuff not right. being clear if it's a bug or if it's, and just it's like, supposed to work or what. Well, if this game was willing to be a little more abstract and would just say, what is the total number of oil that you've pumped? And I don't care what the, where the truck drives it. I don't care where the truck drops it off. I don't care where the trade depot does it. You've just, you've done the work as an oil well maker to just get, like, we can sort of average out, like, you you did it. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels like instead they're like, we're waiting for that one day that the sixth truck happens to make it to the thing, but also demand for export happens to be low and, like... Well, and every day your meter starts over. So yeah, it's but, like, like it's very also looking at, looking at forums about this particular problem there, like, some of the instructions do specifically say, max out your trade centers turn them off, set them to local only, wait till all the trucks show up and fill all of them up, wait until 12.01, turn them all back on and so set a micro SimCity. Like you literally yeah. have to just, <laughs> you have to force all of your Trade Center oil tanks to fill up and then flush them immediately, otherwise the, the graph that's isn't going to go up all the way. And it's like, that's <laughs> not... There are some goofy things you can do in this game. But I mean... That's just like, it's... A, that's the kind of thing that I'm totally fine with existing 
as sort of an emergent thing that players figure out as like min-maxing. Right. But as just like a works. way to just make your like the, yeah. to have to build this requisite building, it's infuriating. I I spent a long time just on the cusp yeah, of been, hitting that. I've been at like one hundred fifty-three thousand or yeah, whatever. and it's like I, there's not enough oil on my map for me to plant more exactly. wells. Exactly. So this is a thing so that is I, much more I start like buying oil in yeah. from other cities. Like, this is a I much do? more um, mundane com- um, frustration I have with this game. Uh, is that the small? I'm theoretically fine with the smaller city size, and I'm theoretically fine with the idea of having to sort of specialize cities in a region. But specialized buildings are so enormous, like they're just so physically huge well, mm-hmm. that they just like it, they. It seems like the small city size actually makes it really hard to do a lot of this stuff without right. just uh, making yeah. a, a pointlessly... If the cities were actually really, just 2x I, as big, it would yeah. be a million I really do feel like it must have been spec for that. I I don't know. The, 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 I'm increasingly convinced that there must have been some design doc that was, this is exactly what we want to do with this game, and then they must have turned it on a computer that someone is the average... Some, someone like, at some tests. point has went, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, oh god. Because like, mm. even actually looking at the regions that you're given yeah. and the amount of clearly flat and manicured unusable mm-hmm. land that exists just a foot outside of the oh, dotted it's, line it's where you're actually, like, Ugh. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should figure out a way to like chart our, our disple- pleasure slash displeasure uh, about SimCity over the last like three months. For most, and like, just watch it's really at this stage. I, I mean, never really, like we are not, again, the, like we are not, we are not editorial. We are. I mean, we are not a, a, like a, a site you should like listen to when it comes to whether you should buy a game or not. <laughs> like we're not. We don't do reviews. <laughs> well, you know, no, we're not true. the press. Yeah, we're just guys who make video games. But if a friend came up to me and said, "Should I buy SimCity?" I would say no. No. Yeah, I've had that happen multiple to, times. To, get, days, to yeah. get back to which your, is a shame because we probably did. And we, we probably sold a lot of copies <laughs> of SimCity. We probably <laughs> yeah. moved a lot of SimCities. So sorry, incredible. readers. But Sean, to what you're saying about DLC, I agree with Chris in that I've not once had a problem with the game that my brain has gone, if only I had X thing, it would yeah. solve my problem. No, that's never but how I feel. also, I, the problems don't feel like, if they go so far as to say, this DLC will automatically give you 70,000 units of oil, right. then yeah. I, then <laughs> yeah, my, point, my computer is just, yeah, just like, that's yeah. just going to discus I would be the so Yeah, irritated. that hard drive is... Oh Yep. <laughs> like that's just gone. Yeah. yeah. You know what's actually funny about the DLC? But I, I didn't realize that. that I didn't realize until this morning that that fucking Maxis man like superhero supervillain shit is like an extra thing that I guess I paid for in my. In I my, think oh, you yeah. got it just by pre-ordering a certain I know. version. Yeah. I want to turn it off. Like I, I'm actually <laughs> unhappy that I have it. It's very right. annoying to me because if you don't ever build them for the entire, this is an there's just a little villain going hey, hey, on the map constantly. the entire time. And it's the same with it's the same with like specialization stuff. This is actually infuriating. If you build any tourism thing for the entire rest of the game, you have little people constantly asking you to build the Eiffel Tower, to build the Brandenburg Gate, to build blo- these things that take up like a quarter of your entire city plot that I'm never going to build. Yeah. Uh, like I does shift FUND work in this sim city? Because if it does, <laughs> you could in fact build a city that's nothing but those and it would be a hilarious Insane. city. Build yeah, it just the fucking theme park. You're building the cities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I, Monuments I feel, and gambling houses. This yeah. game feels to me and I, I should apologize like to you guys that <laughs> mm-hmm. A little cynical tonight, which is really rare for me. That's okay. A little cynical tonight. <laughs> um, sure. Like, this game just feels to me like this, this aggressive middle ground of this, like this, like DMZ between, like, simulation design that Maxis is known for, and living mm. in the Zynga era of easy yeah. to play, 
DLC microtransaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels like this like it's EA a- hitched their Apple wagon to that yeah. model. And it is so like you look at Ocean Quigley and Stone Legrand and you know like in their interviews and like these are not guys who want to make Zynga games. These are guys who want to make oh, SimCity sure. Four. Yeah, and I don't think they work for a publisher that is down. I yeah. mean they 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 worked on SimCity Four. Yeah, and I think I that's mean, right. They've been know. there. Those guys have been there forever. Yeah, I don't know if they want to make SimCity Four, but I think no. I mean, it, I it, feel, it feels like they. If, yeah, it feels like they want to make. What you can, what you can tell is actually at the emotional heart of SimCity, of the current SimCity at its best, but it's very much buried under a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. Well, one of like the things I, like, of all kinds. I kind of, like, there was a time where, like, it's, in the sport of, like, Gen 2 of Facebook games, I went in and just explored what that, what that was like. And there were moments last night where I was just going through my industrial area for the second time in five minutes, just delete, 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 back come the new things and being like, Looking at my money and being like, well, I can buy the thing that I need to solve this problem and bring up my calculator. This many minutes, I'm going to go make a sandwich. Right. And I'd yeah. come back and I'd yeah. buy the thing and I'd be like, oh, I just played that yeah. game. I did not. I don't yeah. know. SimCity 4 was a constant struggle. What was I mean, that, that is- screenshot you showed me today? That was the worst. That dev that dev screenshot of the marina with Lorem. Oh, yeah. It. it was like $14.99. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I knew that store was showing up. We all know that store was showing up. Yeah, but now yeah. it just feels like the game is compromised because that store is coming is showing up. That's what it feels like to me. This is a better game if that's never on the table. If that's never brought to the dev team and said we're going to support this and it's going to make us millions of dollars. I guess I think, we, I think you get a better game. I really do. I don't know where the ideological line lies between that and the Sims 15 expansion packs. What's the difference between like think, now your Sims can go to a nightclub? But nobody would argue that the Sims is better because those expansion packs exist. I would say Sims players argue that it's better because mm-hmm. of those expansion packs. I don't know any Sims players, so I do. They love those expansion. Yeah, they're like, packs. oh cool, they I go to the nightclub. Fucking sweet. How much does that yeah, cost? Yeah, yeah, Twenty dollars yeah. at GameStop. Yeah. Okay, done. Yeah. You know, like that's they do love it. I don't know if it fits with SimCity, but it definitely like I can see where people. At EA and Maxis were like, we know we have numbers on this. Like, people probably didn't buy That's us. probably how you does that justify it, period. It's like, well, it's just kind of like DLC. It's actually more economical because you can only buy you can buy it a la carte. I can understand where they where they're coming from with it, I guess, is yeah. all. Like yeah. there's historical precedent within well, the sort of sim asterisk. There's world. precedent with the MMO world, I mean, right now and to a huge degree. I mean, yeah. Twenty dollar mounts in World of Warcraft. I mean, this is like, you know. This is this is just in that vein, but it's not an MMO, so but it's just it, yeah. oh, but it you is. Know, this player base well, is know, just going like okay, oh, so because you know they, they're not used to that kind of thing, but that exists, and that is what they're. We're doing. probably we're probably winding down to some city, but I want to bring up one more thing quickly before we do related to that sort of MMO thing. One of the things that is actually most frustrating to me about this game is that given what they wanted it to be with the online network stuff, that ultimately, if you play enough region. Um, multi-city region play, you start to realize that they actually didn't go far enough for yeah. that stuff to actually yeah. be cool. Well, we were yeah, talking about this that, stuff last night. Yeah. And just, oh, it is be- frustrating to me. It is that weird middle ground and... Yeah, I kind of wish that it was SimCity Online in a weird way because it's enough well, if of it's it gonna that be I this just, anyway, I, I kind of like, want it to be that at this point. Yeah. Like, like the, the way that they, yeah, the way that they model interplay between the two cities is hilarious because you know I was talking earlier about um, 
wishing they would like fudge a little more of the stuff. Jake, we were talking about how they would fudge it. But for the network city, stuff, city it's stuff, entirely fudged. Right. You ex- okay. except for like you can loan a specific number of vehicles, but then when it comes to but, workers and when it comes to but economic even the vehicles, trade, it's like it's still bullshit. Like the yeah, cities don't. From your city. Yeah, the cities sitting in because anyone at any time can be running their city in whatever right. simulation yeah, yeah, yeah. speed you want. It's all nonsense. Like yeah. nothing's happening simultaneously. Like you yeah. can go into a, another person's city and be observing their city at a different rate than they're playing. Oh yeah, and the cities yeah, are yeah. just totally out of sync. Like they they can't allow anything to actually happen synchronously. Which yeah. may, it seems like at that point. I mean, I not that it's an easy challenge to make an a, 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 an online complex synchronous multiplayer game, but it's like the fact that they didn't actually detracts a lot from the potentially cool things you could do mm-hmm. in a region with other players and makes it so if you it's just one more factor that piles on to that like i just can't tell if stuff's working or not because sometimes it's like delayed and sometimes it's just you're on a different simulation tick than you're play than you're than you're the person you're playing with and sometimes like the servers are just bogged down and maybe sometimes it is working right and you just can't tell like right and sometimes it also just feels amazingly organic like sometimes yeah. you're yeah. just like oh. I, have a, I have a region with nick and like there's there is some amazing stuff in there like i i made a um i mean yeah i think all, the how negative i'm being is 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 belying how much time i put into this game and how much of that time that i have i have game, enjoyed where... but like it's it's enjoyment that is constantly tempered by f- frustration. Anyway, so I, I'm, Nick and I are, have a region together, and we, um, I I built a uh, I built um, a sports arena uh, in my city in the middle of my oil field. The field is hilarious. I built the city. You built Houston. Oh, you the built same, Texas. Yeah. I, built, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I built Crap Town, and it's it's exactly what Jake. Oh, it sounds like industrial despair. It's so much like yours. Yeah, it's Not like to be confused with the worst. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> city of worst is actually like it's the gem of our region. It is really a thriving tagline. If you were worst, it's actually the best. Like the Reno sign. If we give you a list of our names of cities, you'd be like, like. Where do you want to live? You'd be like, oh, I want to live in Babuku Kazoo. It's like yeah. you don't want to live there. <laughs> yeah, no. Let Babu me Kazoo? talk about this place called what? Worst. Did you see Babuku Kazoo? Do you, you guys also have a city named Babuku Kazoo? Oh, yes. we do. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. was it the city that was originally called Kazoo? Yes. yes. Oh. That's Babuku Kazoo. Yeah, that's mine too. So that's the story I was going to say. Somebody who's like, like somebody who's working the servers <laughs> at, at yeah, Max why do 17% of players rename Kazoo Flats Baboo Kazoo? What so, are we missing? Yeah, so my story involves Baboo Kazoo. So I have I have the city of Crap Town that has like this massive <laughs> oil field. Server. We're probably so we must yeah. we're just playing on the same 16 region map for sure. We are, we are. Yeah. Cuz each they're all uniquely named. There's also so, a region that just has fuck Nick drawn in streets. <laughs> anyway, go. Um so I built this I built this event and then I and I or I built this uh, arena and I scheduled an event, a motocross event. And uh, I don't know if you guys have done this or not, um, you, where you build an arena and then you like pay a bunch of money up front to run an event, and then you hopefully make all your money back and more in ticket sales as the event. Oh, we happens. haven't. I haven't done that. Oh no! It's, yet. Oh, you have to do that. This is one of the coolest yeah. things I've seen. I've experienced in this it's, game. It's, it's actually awesome. really good. Yeah. Um, so I I uh, I scheduled my event, and it always happens like at the next instance of eight p.m., which right. either tomorrow or today, depending on when eight p.m. occurs again. And so like. You, you immediately start out at a deficit of however much you invested in it. Right. And then as like doors open, like people start to file in and you start to make your money back. And I remember I was like really worried. It was the first event I had run and Nick was extolling, you know, the, the, the virtues of, of doing these big tourism events. And I'm like, oh, I'm really worried. I'm going to lose all my, my money. Like I haven't sold enough tickets left. And like, and then once it got to like 6 p.m., like 6.30 p.m., 
I noticed on the freeway there was this just un, like mile long traffic jam, and it was all <laughs> municipal buses from Babu Kazoo, like, and they all like they all just like turned off the interstate into my city and like took an immediate left, uh, and and all just piled up in front of the of the arena. And just one by one, these buses just ejected busloads of tourists from this neighboring city who all just filed immediately into the arena. And I just watched the ticket sales skyrocket. And it was incredible. Like, it was really incredible. Yeah, no, it was an moment. amazing thing. And what sucks is that in Baboo Kazoo, that's not reflected really by right. anything. Because you don't it's go not- to Baboo Kazoo and see, like, your parking ride packed. And just, like, the <laughs> yeah. city's yeah. empty. Burglars yeah. everywhere. Crime rampant Baboo Kazoo yeah. on yeah. motocross nights. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the illusion is, is, is thin, but, like... That moment still in Crap Town was really, really cool. Like it oh, was man. awesome to see that. I have to tell a story before. I yeah, forget. go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a weird like art. Well, video games imitate life uh, moment. <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> take that, Ebert. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> uh, but, no, I built the yeah, the sports it. arena in the middle of town. And what, um, what town? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably Bumbly Hills. I don't think I renamed it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah. Um, so well, you name all your towns like Breckville and Breckton and Breckenburg. <laughs> like all of these yeah, towns are just his name. I'm just going with the convention. You know, it's like a Midwest state. Anyway, so <laughs> the um, so I built this stadium and I was running like the, the the lowest tier events for the longest time. And finally, oh, I, I got, remember this. Yeah, yeah, I got the courage up to just run like the World Series of or, or like I think it was like the World Cup. And so I just, I pulled the trigger. It's like 150,000 simoleons. And I was like, oh, Jesus, this is going to be great. I'm going to make 300Ks. going to cut this in the bank. Like, oh, it's gonna be, I'm going to, I was like already spending the money. I was like, I'm going to build this I can hear him saying this all out loud. Thing, like, oh, yeah, 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 no, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like, I'm watching the clock tick. You know, I'm just sitting there doing the, the MMO thing, just waiting, waiting, just, you know, just count my money already. Just, all oh, right, it's going to be great. I guess about six o'clock and I just hear this, <laughs> and I realized, like, no, my power plant just died completely. <laughs> and it rolls around and it hits 8 o'clock. And you people had an are walking into Super the Bowl stadium. Moment. I had the Super Bowl moment. People are walking into the stadium. And there's no power. Like, 9.30 hits. They just cancel the event. Everybody walks out. They don't. They don't drive out. They just walk out like dejectedly. And I'm like, oh god, I lost all of my money. It was the worst, but also like kind of great. Thousand dollars, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was kind of hilarious. You should have fixed that power plant. I should have done For me, that. It's always water. It's well, like I did, but then it just took water. forever. Like the grid was still. Yeah, it was like. Come on, come on, come on. 11:30. Everyone's like, it's going to be 20 minutes. Yeah. I, at that moment, I was like, don't leave. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I want to point out one last thing about permanence and impermanence. The one permanent thing that I've observed in this game that is the most infuriating goddamn thing ever is how quickly you just churn through water that just doesn't come back. Oh, yeah. It's infuriating. And it's so bizarre. Like, it's fine as long as your city is still only at a population such that you can supply all the water needs with water towers. But as soon as you have more than, like, eight water towers, it just gets ridiculously space inefficient. And so then you build like the crazy water, the water treatment facility. plant. Yeah, that thing just destroys the water table. Like that thing just eats through. So I, I, I end up with like half a dozen of the additional little um, like pumps attached to it, and then I've just completely uh, just mined out. Like, mine's not the right word, but I've completely just dried like you know twenty percent of my map of water. And then I guess what? I just have to destroy a neighborhood and put another one 
water thing down somewhere else. And like eventually, I could imagine. You could run a hilarious dirt road across your entire city. Yeah, you can't do dirt roads with those. They have to connect. Oh. And like, um, it's very weird because I haven't played any one city for more than, you know, a couple a couple days in, in the real world. Like, and I still already feel like, I feel like if I was to try to run a city for any considerable length of time, I would just actually run out of water. It seems really weird. Like in a few months of in-game time, I mean, maybe that's not right, but it seems like it's it's the weirdest way for them to pick their battles in terms of what's actually going to be the thing that is right. just gone forever. I mean, I realize in the real world, you know, water conservation is important, but like not at the this rapidity that it seems is like they want. It seems like they want you to run cities long enough that you can build all the assets to make a great work, and then just go to a new map. Like that seems. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just not what I enjoy about town. stuff. Like yeah, this, yeah, right? yeah like, they're simulating well, the there Rust is, Belt. Yeah, is what they're doing. Like, <clears throat> the concept of of interesting, like evolving sustainability mm. and permanence is not in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no, wonder. I bet. All, yeah. But something like I kind of bet the leads would disagree, though. No, they said I remember seeing an interview with uh, I can't remember if it was Stone LeBrand or uh, Ocean Quigley, but one of them said something to the effect of like, we want players to have to come up against like hard limitations and make the hard choices that real cities do. But like, in my opinion, there Some aren't of, interesting choices to make at a certain point. It's like at a certain point, it's like, like I'm just done. Like I'm just I gave the up city's all my done. I gave up all my wind power and went to oil. I mean, I do things like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, I switched to nuclear I and like, like I killed that. all my solar yeah. and wind. Like, no, I agree. That that is yeah. interesting. Um, but like, there are there are a lot of other things that just seem like they make the game be over. Right. And I'm like, that's no, not they, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. interesting. Like, that's I mean, just when I, I play this game the same way that I play. I think their like, their hope is that you're going to start buying water out of off the global trade market right. when you use. Yeah, your but it's just yeah, I you that's true. Which often it turns out is cheaper than making than getting your own water. Yeah, I like that stuff a lot because you only buy the exact amount you need, mm-hmm. um, which makes it more efficient. Like it's it's attractive and good, but it still feels just silly to me. Like it seems like it seems like they're maybe um, the point they're putting a little too fine a point on it in a way that it just makes the game seem bizarre. It's like Chinatown, Jake. You know, you know that the whole movie's kind of about that. Yeah, thing. I was just yeah. You weren't looking Isn't at Jake the, when you said that. No, I wasn't. I was referring to Jake. And he doesn't say it's Chinatown. like Chinatown yeah. in the movie. He's like, you know, Jake, it's like Chinatown. <laughs> it's kind of, it's I think he says Chinatown. it's Chinatown, Jake. Or it's, he says, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. Yeah, that's right. He says, oh, it's like Chinatown, Jake. Come on. It's eh. like Chinatown. <laughs> you know, China- With the water and stuff, like the movie. I'm in it now. <laughs> He's referring to the movie yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Haven't you like seen Roman Polanski's Chinatown? <laughs> Turn to the camera. <laughs> da, 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 da. Let's take a break. What? Okay, yeah. Is that the, the-, the theme from Chinatown <laughs> yeah. as performed That's by Sean Van That's break theme from Chinatown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after, he, after he gets his nose cut, the guy turns around from the chain link fence and goes, let's take a break. And they get into their Ba-doop, 1930s ba-doop. car and drive away, mm. leaving Jack. He says, you know what happens to nosy people? Find out after the break. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm excited about is video games. I bet you're excited about video games in the third dimension. I'm not, actually. (laughs) Really? I thought, oh, God, I thought we were going to talk about the Oculus Rift as if it were an ad read. You know how we always come out of And then people are just like, Thanks to the Oculus Rift. Yeah. yeah, If there is one thing I'm really stoked about, it's that Team Fortress 2 is going to support the Oculus Rift peripheral. There's another, I'm I'm doubling down on GDC references today. There's another talk from somebody at Valve about um, 3D. 
and uh, it's about TF2 Oculus Rift, I think. Yeah, it's gonna. I think I don't know what date it's on, but I'm gonna go to that one. It's I have it on my sweet list. Oh, we gotta go check it out. Yeah, um, you should go to teamfortress.com/wizard and get 10 percent <laughs> off your Oculus Rift pre-order. Get 10 percent off your purchase of Team Fortress 2 <laughs> <Yeah>. base game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get one month free TF2 uh, for visiting that URL as well. We get a little kickback. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Sweet. No, actually, Oculus Rift. I've never used an Oculus Rift, mm, nor have I. Nor, but I have, but you've used a Virtual Boy. It's basically the it's same. It's sort of the same thing. I have. It's I've less actually, red. I don't. Oh, I no, did, they're still doing the red thing. I did. I, I did use no, a VR head tracking thing once, and it was at Disney World. It was weird. There was like this Imagineering booth where they had a like. It was like a late or mid '90s where they were like, "Check out the future of Disney attractions. Put on this helmet, and then you're I, flying oh, around on a that. carpet, you yeah, know, yeah. in the world of Aladdin." Yep, I did that, and I did that uh, too. Oh, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, it was stupid. The helmet didn't fit me, so I could only see Aladdin world <laughs> from like right. beneath. Like yeah. it was only like I was staring into basically the inside of a machine, and then and at like about, a little like, bit of like down, carpet. I could see <laughs> a little like, like cell animated Yaga yeah. the parrot comes up to you. But that's the only time I've ever actually. <laughs> I totally did that. That's the only time that I've ever had a head tracking set on. But the thing that I don't understand, I wanted it to is be in first person games. I'm sure it's improved. In first person games, though, the way that you look. And the way that you aim are one and the same because that's just right. the only way that you're going to be able to perceive it without a brain that can connect to your muscles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way that you look and shoot is also the way that you turn your body. Like your head, your neck, and your arms are all exactly the same element in a first-person shooter game. Mm-hmm. Whereas in an Oculus Rift, you're not going to turn by looking. Are you going to aim where you shoot by looking but move independently? Because you're moving with waz right. and you're turning with mouse look. But then what the fuck does your head have to do with all of those things? Like That's the part that's mind-boggling to me. How does it make you better at these games? Whereas right now, you have a body that's completely mechanically bound so that you only have to worry about one axis right. of movement. Right. Really. Well, the answer is it doesn't make you better at the games. It just makes the games different. Right. That's why Team Fortress being the one announced game that's coming out is weird because yeah, Team Fortress is just like... It's it's a twitchy. Yeah, I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's not as if hardcore. If you were running down the street right now and somebody things. on the other side of the street yelled your name, I could continue. You wouldn't to run. just run into the middle of the street when you turned. I would just ah, right. <laughs> I'd be able to continue to run forward and turn. Yeah, but I mean, he's saying yeah. like, how do you actually manage that? In right. This, like, I don't we, have the sensory input. Like, sense, you don't have the like, peripheral vision even to be like, okay, I'm going to run into a wall soon because I see it out of the corner of my eye, even though I'm looking to the side when I'm running. You just don't get that even like. I don't know what the field of view on the Oculus Rift is, but I doubt it's that it's. It, it, you think it's the full like one eighty that I've your eyes it. get though? It's not one eighty, but it's 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 better than previous VR helmets. I mean, it's, okay. I think it's like ninety. You know, it's, I mean, it's I, like I know that there is an Oculus Rift port of Proteus that's being made, and like that seems yeah. like, that seems totally fine. Right. That seems one hundred percent appealing to me. Yeah. But yeah. Team Fortress, Wait, so Nick, is, how, how does it? Yeah. Do you know how this works? With first-person games? I mean, I've only ever played the Doom 3 demo, the tech demo. That's a first-person But you shoot guys in that with a head set. So how does it work? It works. Your gun just tracks to your head movement. I mean, it... And that's it? So what do you do with your mouse? Well, I mean, I was using a controller at the time. It's just... It just acts as an override, basically. I mean, you can just... So you turn... You... If you want to turn to the right, you move your head to the right and your guy turns? That's the part that's weird to me. Because with a... a, With a a PC mouse-based game, if you just go... And move the mouse to the right three or four times at the level of like an inch of mouse pad or two inches of mouse pad when you're playing a game, a PC first person game that has a sniper rifle that you don't necessarily need to zoom in or like a magnum or something like that. 
even a zoomed in sniper rifle when the field of view is then like 10. Yeah. People have their sensitivity set up to move the mouse an inch and have that be a 360 degree turn. Mm-hmm. And a human head is not going to do that. It's going to, it's definitely going to replicate an analog stick way more where you only have yeah. right. 30 no, when degrees I was, of relative movement in each direction. And that just sort of turns you into like, I am turning. Right. When I was, when I was using it, I was literally turning my body around. I mean, it was, it was, <laughs> it was you were, I was, you know, if that I wanted to turn. bad. It, well, I mean. You're standing up? Yeah, yeah, standing I was standing up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they may I'm have. I kind of standing up and twirling around. It was in the future of video games. I, I mean, I don't know. They put a heart. It was a long time ago, and I, I can't really speak accurately to the experience because I was only doing it for like a minute. Yeah, literally sure. a minute. Fair enough. And I don't know if they changed that tech demo, but. Yeah, I mean, it's never really going to be a technology that is for a precision shooter. I mean, they've used it in Arma because Arma is something that, you know, you're sitting down, you're looking left and right, and then you're going to take a shot like in 10 minutes from now. Like, I mean, it's something that's, you know, you're plotting along and and doing these things at a very deliberate pace. For a Twitch shooter, yeah, I don't see how this could possibly be anything that would make you better. It's going to make you worse by definition. It, it'll definitely be an interesting experience. It'll be an interesting experience. You'll be in that world. Kind God, of. We talked about this. You're going to buy an Oculus Rift, Jake? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a solid no because I'm super curious about it. Also, right. how much the consumer model costs is a number I don't also, know. Also, by having Team Fortress 2 be the first thing that you... you yeah. Know. Yeah. Didn't hurt. Yeah. Did not hurt. <laughs> um, we... I want to talk about quadrilateral cowboy for a second, but it's okay. a waste because not enough people have played that game. But that seems well, like the ideal Oculus Rift it. game to me because of oh the weird, God, God, yeah. Yeah. Because of the weird hold the monitor. Wait, yeah. let's describe what this game is. So Quadrilateral Cowboy is the next game from Brendan Chung, the Blendo Games guy. He made 30 Flights of Love and Gravity Bone, Flotilla, Adam Zombie Smasher. Adam Zombie Smasher. But Quadrilateral Quadrilateral just Cowboy. Had a flashback. Huh? To it a, just sounded like a, a Kickstarter year, yeah. video. <laughs> Yeah, I made Adam Zombie Smasher, Flotilla, and our good friend uh, Vincent Perea, who worked on <laughs> Where's My Water, um, is not involved in this conversation. Thanks, Kickstarter backers, for back- bringing us back. Hi, Vincent. Um, Quadrilateral Cowboy is a first-person game where you literally, inside of the game, walk up to a VR headset and then run simulated espionage missions in which you it's using the Doom 3 engine, so it's got computer monitor tech that's really nice. So you drop a little, like, 70s... Uh, terminal laptop onto the ground and type commands in to disable security cameras and do all these things but the conceit of the game is that you as the character actually have your head inside of a headset the entire time and are looking into stereoscopic vision at this thing so the idea to me that you're wearing the Oculus Rift, playing a character who looks into a VR headset. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the best. It's the it's amazing to me because. But the thing that I would want to simulate is terrible. Yeah, which oh, is we've talked about this. What, this is the what, best. What I would love is if when you move your head around inside of the Oculus Rift, instead of your character's head moving around, you just see the edges of the Blendo Games in-world VR oh, headset. Yeah. So like oh, you're God, actually, yeah. you're, Which is the you're, actual thing your So your Oculus Rift at. is actually your guy that you're controlling and then he's looking into a headset so you'd have yeah. to actually keep your head reasonably still because if yeah. you start just looking around yeah. you'd just see his office off to oh, the side. It's like, that, like the best idea. It's the, so good. The thing that, um, God, the most ridiculous thing that I, I was talking with, uh, with Aubrey about this because he's the he's our friend yeah he's our friend who told us about 10s he's also the guy who's doing the the Oculus Rift Proteus port mm-hmm. but the thing that he had suggested that I thought was completely insane was trying to use the head and spatial tracking of the Oculus Rift to project uh, to somehow do an augmented reality version of your computer screen 
so that as you lift up the Oculus Rift, you could see your room and all the other weird stuff. But then as you look inside, only then can you see what's inside the monitor of the guy's headset. It was fucking, it was, a, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Brendan, if you're listening, please make an Oculus Rift version of your game so yeah. that I can play a simulation of a simulation inside of a VR headset. Thank yep. you. Yeah. That like that, sorry when we were first when we were talking about that a few weeks ago that made me more excited about the Oculus Rift than like I've never been excited about anything about the Oculus Rift until well, just, that was the conceived. other thing about it that's a tangible get is that you would be playing quadrilateral cowboy in stereoscopic two screen three D which also in and of itself is cool yeah. like the way that the UI works and that's mm-hmm. it's sort of got analog video glitch overlays and stuff yeah, that yeah, clearly yeah. happen at the surface level, but then yeah. it's implying that there's sort of this perceived God. geometric depth. Having the game actually uh, render like full screen static effects over all of the... Right. Like on a completely different plane, like completely yeah, overall. Yeah, really stuff cool. in three, like, That game would actually be sweet. to your face, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so that's so like cool. the actual... 2D surface of the displays yeah. are glitching, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then exactly. independent of their 3D yeah. rendering, it would be really cool. Yep. Um, the actual other game that... Was, for that exact same reason that would be pretty cool is Double Fine's Autonomous. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. For because sure. that game is just yeah. like you're drowning in cyber garbage. <laughs> I can't actually yeah. play that game because I literally can't see it through the insane Through the crazy full-screen yeah. processing effects. Um, yeah. Anyway, so now if you're really tired of Dota and SimCity and you find Oculus Rift Talk to be boring or impenetrable, thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are we calling it? Is that is that? Are you? No, I was like, did you just send them elsewhere? No. <laughs> thank you for li- thank week? you for listening <laughs> this far. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now strap in because it's about to get real. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Far Cry Two. That reminds me. That reminds me of a very long story about being on a bicycle, Nick. That was the best Whatever part of last do, week. Don't tell a fantastic story that ends the podcast perfectly. Uh, Paul Page says, "Hi, thumbs. In case you missed it, I think it's worth mentioning that Cart Life is on Steam now. It's two thirty nine as of Monday. It's funny that one of the also also it's funny that one of the free EA games from the SimCity debacle is SimCity Four. Thanks, guys, Paul. Yes, as one thing funny, the other thing absolutely fantastic. Yes, Cart Life is on you Steam. Pick. You decide. If you're waiting for that to happen, yeah, it's happening. Really, really great. Right. And the fact that it's like it's base price. If you don't." I don't know what it's going to be when this podcast comes out. If it's it's five dollars at its base price, so you will not spend a better five dollars no. yeah. that day. Unless it's like, give me five dollars or I kill you, then you'll buy five dollars. <laughs> That's a pretty good five dollars. <laughs> Blow your brains yeah. out. Yeah, it's hard to find a give better me a deal. Like, I was going to use this on Cart Life. What Cart Life's on Steam? I really want that five dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot you no matter what. Yeah. Uh, fuck me. And then the title card comes up. It says Cart Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The cat uh, goes hungry that night. Anyway. <laughs> Jonathan uh, Karup says, or Krarup says, "Hey guys, the ways you're the way you're going on about SimCity 2013 and the features you you like about SimCity Tropico and the Anno games, I really can't help in thinking that you guys, especially Chris, would be really happy playing Caesar three, not Caesar one, two, or four, but Caesar three. After playing a few, few levels of the campaign, try one of the peaceful province sandbox maps. Uh, please, for the sake of your eternal soul, try it now if you didn't back then. And then he links it to GOG, so it's available on GOG." Thanks for a great podcast, and I love the cave. Kind regards, Jonathan Krerup. Um Peace Cool. In case you didn't notice, <laughs> we need video games to play. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll play that one. Have you played any of the Caesar games, Nick? I'm sure I have, but I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't speak to them. Okay, because I've seen other... I, I was on... Um, I was on... Uh, I have, yes. I was on um, Three Moves Ahead this week, as I mentioned, and uh, Rowan Kaiser, who's a, uh, who writes a lot about PC games, is on as well. I think he also brought up Caesar as an example of, like, a game that does a lot of the things that you want from you mm. know, from a good SimCity game. So if, yeah, 
Um, oh man, someone Michael Cahill wrote in with the exact same question about. Uh, oh no, it's not the same question. All right, uh, he, it's about it's about the Oculus Rift. He says, "Hey, thumbs, having listened to a recent podcast where Gary Wood had joined the long line of people who had their road to Damascus moment upon trying the Oculus VR goggles, it got me thinking. The idea of completely enveloping myself in a video game world by entirely filling my field of vision with a virtual environment is intensely appealing. With that level of immersion, how do you think this will change the way games are made?" We need to have a gun out in our hands all the time when simply walking around a space is completely engaging on its own. When I go hiking in the mountains, I don't need a firearm to enjoy myself. Will we still need that when I visit a virtual mountain, town, or even another planet? Food for thought. Cheers. Michael Cahill. I think the, the fact that they're trying to do a Proteus mm-hmm. Oculus Rift port will be interesting yeah. f- for that reason. Like Gone like, Home would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a lot of game worlds that you just want to go be in. Like just, if, you, if there was a no splicers mode, if, if there was an archaeologist anthropologist mode of Bioshock, if there was Bioshock but like real mist, yeah, just hanging out, <laughs> just like, hey guys, cool, nobody's eating themselves yet, good. I'm still curious slash concerned about the disconnect between movement yeah. versus head yeah. movement because like, oh, you're take, still dis- you're still 20 minutes later concerned about that? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. He's Those giving he's giving the example time. of like. Uh, a walk through the out of doors, which is kind of what this will simulate, but I'm mm. I, I wonder if Oh I see what you're saying, sorry. You became our former web guy there. I walk through the out of doors. Whatever. <laughs> now, the more I'm thinking about it, it just makes me wonder if it gets if you get to the uncanny valley of immersion right, almost, right. where like your brain just starts going, "This is not like what are you yeah. doing to me here?" Because there's an abstraction in current controls. I that, being, that, yeah, I, I'm I'm sort of like jogging my memories that weird like five second experience, but. Um, I think actually the the head tracking was um, tracking to your you know it's just just the, the actual field of view and then the controller the analog stick was you was know, turning you, your body was turning your yeah turning your body and but I think what you could do is just basically turn your head so far that it would start to just scan you know move your body a little bit you know and right. just kind of like but the way that like but where you're looking though you know what I mean it's like yeah in real life you never forget which way your 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 belly button is pointed. Yeah, but you, you know, I think you kind of. My experience was really disorienting, and I don't know if that was just because I only played it for. A yeah, it seems like, but it's... it it was not immediately intuitive. But you know what's funny? In a video game, I never, ever, ever want to take a gun into the outdoors. But growing up in Wyoming, where there are wolves and grizzly bears, you always took a gun. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, we're going hiking. Cool. Like you're bringing a shotgun. <laughs> like it's just sort of like, but in a video game, it's like. Oh, of course, you get a shotgun. Even better. <laughs> of course you get a shotgun. Level one. It's like, oh, could we not have that here? Because me getting eaten by a bear isn't the worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Funny. Yeah. Well. Thanks, Rowan. Yeah. Um, so if we're, if we're going to wrap this up, uh, there's a really interesting email from Randall Thiel. Who, who, uh, it's just not a question, just a kind of a nice little inspirational rumination. Uh, he says, hey, Thumbs, your discussion in episode 98 gave me the itch to reinstall SimCity 2000. While I was waiting for the GOG download to unpack, I loaded up the manual, which is a whopping 138 pages. I've bought $100 textbooks with less text than this. I wanted to share a small selection of philosophical asides from the manual. These are sprinkled throughout the manual in little blue boxes. So everything else I'm going to read here is, is from is quotations from the SimCity 2000 manual. <laughs> this, this is good. Sweet. Only out of thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Cities are for people. 
a place for their hopes and dreams, their work and play, their homes and homes for their children. Cities are alive and have personalities, each different from all others and each in constant change. A living organism made up of its collective inhabitants, a city is many things, but is above all a storehouse of human characteristics. An aware planner is a steward of the earth whose designs enhance the natural evolution of a place instead of inhibiting it. If you move to a mountain, then live on the mountain. Don't try to turn it into a valley. If you move to the desert, live in and with the desert. Don't pretend it's something else and plant yards with water-hungry grass. City planning in the United States has most often used economic and technological and scientific variables to drive decisions regarding its municipalities. It is interesting to wonder how our new communities might develop if we base decisions on answers to questions like, what is it you are trying to achieve in a human community? And what does this natural landscape and topography suggest is the most appropriate use of this environment? Thanks, God, Randall. You could make a damning video... <laughs> Of the, the nuisance. <laughs> yeah, a voice yeah. reading that over the top of any PlayStation of the current SimCity. <laughs> it would be, yeah. it would actually just be an activism video. Yeah, that's true. Like that's it would, just give it, it would a, have to transition a well-picked music the track, yeah. and then mm -hmm. yeah. if there's just the acoustic guitar from that Faders video playing in the right. background of that, like that's just yeah. the. That's that's it. <laughs> that's a disaster. It has a, it, it has a big metal door slam at the end over yeah. a title card though. Yeah. 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 Well, it starts what are the odds with, it starts with planet Earth and then right. the, and then a match. Oh, wrote the yeah. original yeah. match yeah, yeah, burning. Yeah. Wrote that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Wonderful. I wouldn't guarantee that Will Wright wrote that. No, I said what are the odds? Oh, low. Nick would guarantee it and you say low. I think I think Fight. it's I think Ocean it's quickly wrote it. 2000? He's been working there for a while. Yeah. I don't know if he's been there since 2000. Probably not. He was inspired ago. by that quote, though, based on mm -hmm. his interviews. We could find out. I can find out right now on the internet. SimCity 2000 manual writer. Well, I can find out at least if I can quickly work there. <laughs> oh. Hideo Kojima. Whoa! Wrote the manual. Oh. That's the twist. Yeah. That's that, that classic Hideo Kojima twist. You, you always get one with his games. In SimCity 2000, <laughs> the, the twist is that he wrote the manual. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! The Sim manual is written 2000. by Michael Bremer. Oh man! Mm. I actually searched for SimCity 2000 manual author, and the first thing that I got was SimCity 2000 and the Art of the Gaming Manual, an article entirely about the SimCity 2000 manual. But it says that its author was Michael Bremer. Wow! Ocean Quigley has been working at Maxis since Sim Golf in 1996. That's been, been there a long I'm time. So pissed that he Tiger worked on he worked on both X Wing and thing. Tie Fighter before that. Those games are those were amazing games. <laughs> this morning when I was Nick, are you, you poo-pooing X-wing and Tie Fighter? No, 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 no. This morning when I was going through the list of free games from EA, I was like, "Oh God damn it, no Tiger Woods Golf!" And Nick just kind of saddles over and goes, "But you wish there was Obama DLC." <laughs> God, look at the most recent picture of Ocean Quigley on Moby Games. Look at this compared to what this guy looks like now. Like, wow. yeah, he's. He's yep. amazing. He's so young. He's one of those guys from that yeah. play video games all day commercial. Where it's like tighten up the graphics yeah, on level yeah, three. Yeah, that's what he looks yeah, like. Yeah. So we're doing a soft fade out here on the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just now on your iPhones. I was looking at pictures of Ocean Quigley. Okay. To pin to the inside of my locker. <laughs> <laughs> By locker, I hope you mean our desk cabinet over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm an Ocean Quigley booster. I mean, and that's something I think is... One on a, a real some real things to say here. It's real talk. I don't want to say that, so I had to find some <laughs> real But like these guys seem speak. like incredibly passionate, like yeah, and really thoughtful, thoughtful yeah. designers, and I really respect that. Like well, regardless well, of the outcome of what I'm playing, well, and I don't. 
it takes a lot of people to make a video game and it takes a lot of marketing a lot of marketing departments to ship a video game so it's you know but i was you know that needs to be said it's one of those games that i will continue to play because there are just flashes of brilliance oh for sure absolutely and and that's what's so tragic about it right it's it's like a lot of yeah it's like what (laughs) OJ Mayo is an NBA star okay. who had Flashes of Brilliance ever since fizzled out. Yeah. Too I, much I, DLC for OJ Mayo. I feel like a lot of the Flashes of Brilliance are stuff that is like directly out of the art direction and the execution mm-hmm. oh, of it, yeah. like, and, which for is sure. what Ocean Quigley... So, I mean, Ocean Quigley was the creative director in this game, but his history is as an art director, and I feel like that's very evident mm-hmm. in the resultant game. You know, oh, this yeah. feels yeah. like a game that cares a lot about uh, just how it looks, and like I, I think that's great. Like, a big reason I play games like this is just for the beauty of the thing you mm-hmm. know like i i wish the rest of the stuff backed that up better but like but i really that stuff is enough to to sustain me longer than otherwise would like yep. um i actually kind of felt similarly about um uh about civ 5 like just how beautiful that game is boy a lot of things for me although i want to say just immediately after saying that i think civ 5 is a much stronger game like under underneath the the Nick has given me hilarious looks. What do you? What, <laughs> you what is your? So stronger. Than, oh, stronger than SimCity Four. Okay. SimCity Sim Sim Yeah, yeah. SimCity. Yeah, yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. I thought you were gonna say that. Sim, no, I'm just Sim, saying I don't Sim mean 4, to make the. I don't mean I was to like. Going to leap across the table and maul you. No, I'm just saying I don't mean to make a direct comparison between the new SimCity and Civ Five, yeah, yeah, like yeah. as identical no, in every respect. I'm just saying yeah. um, that uh, I I I loved SimCity Five. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, Civ Five a lot, yeah, and disproportionately compared to other civilization games, the like visual aspects of it seemed like really inspired right. and just mm-hmm. remarkably beautiful, and like sustained a lot of additional interest on top of what I already enjoyed about the game. Yep, yep. If GTA Five is a piece of shit, it's just going to prove that nobody can make a good game after they name something Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, when we were talking the other night, you were saying how how inherently weird it was that, that this game, game exists. even exists at all. It yeah. is. It's yeah. it, it's really surreal to me that, yeah. that it exists. Yeah. I mean, it, and that it also then exists within that weird space of just being kind of neither, you know, the single neither player. Neither online thing. or single player. Just yeah. everything about this game is strange to me when I think about it. Like, uh, and it, it kind of, it goes all the way down to like map size and just, just everything about it is just bizarre. But yeah, the fact that it even exists... What a weird thing that it's 2013 and we're getting a high, like a triple A Sim City game. I don't know that. But just I've as said, somebody who's feel who's starting to feel more and more removed from the. Game I said cycle. that about XCOM and I said that about Civ Five as right. well, though. I know. Just well, like, no. What? 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 Like, why do these keep happening? Yeah. Maybe they keep well making each other happen. Ma- yes, and but now. Ugh. But we're in a weird what, place what, now. What, Where do we go now? Yeah. Hmm. The uncertain future of, of they're going to release the Sim real SimCity Sim Five, the one the fans deserve. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Which oh, they're going to release really... a first-person shooter. I mean, yeah, yep. Streets of SimCity Two. God, where's God. Streets of SimCity? Oh. Where is it? You want that too? It was right? in my underneath my Christmas tree in 1994. <laughs> oh, that's where it is. <laughs> and I, I remember getting that and just oh, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> I really wanted Shadows of the Empire, but this is fine, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you wanted that Dash Rendar experience. I did. I did. Yeah. Alternate title for two episodes ago. Oh, yes. Yeah. Simcopter. We have kept this that podcast on support for a solid 10 minutes. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Questions oh, at all. Thumbs so, you guys. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Goodbye. Yeah. Did you guys ever play Centipede? Video game. 
It's March 20th, 2013, and IGN was blown away by Bioshock Infinite. This is Idle Thumbs 99. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Sean Vanneman. And I... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it's fine. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick Rodkin. No, 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 I'm the guy. Who are you? Who are you?